0: Listening to the Fantasy Alarm TFS NBA Podcast with host John and Pimba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemba here with James Grande. It's the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS Podcast recording here Monday evening for Tuesday six-game main slate. James, not a bad little slate here. Generally, we like to call this one the wheelhouse, right? And when we get these uh, six to eight Gamers, player pool's not too large. It's not too small. And to add to it, we uh, we have some nice plays on this one. Obviously, Nikola Jokic there up at $12,000 going up against the Clippers. Obviously, always a spot that we're, uh, we're taking a look at here. But I think even maybe a little bit more juicy, shall I say. Clay Thompson, 6K. And the man <laughs> took 18 shots in 20 minutes the other night. I think there's going to be some interesting decisions going on there because at some point, the price tag on him is just only going to continue to rise.
1: Yeah, and he had no Draymond. So, not that Draymond takes away shot attempts, but like uh, a lot, he'll have the ball on his hands a lot more here. And yeah, good, great to see Clay back. It was, it was fun. Even the post game presser where he was like rattling off like how excited he was to like look at the box score. And then he like pivots. He's like, wow, minus two, got to clean that one up. So, great to have like a personality like Clay back. And it's only going to make this Warriors team more fun not that it's just more fun i mean they've been a defensive stalwart this year yeah. right curry isn't having the last month or so hasn't been great offensively and draymond's been in and out of the lineup i would more often we've been talking about their defense and their offense so it's definitely good to see clay and like you said i mean he's gonna probably settle in what seven to eight k on a given slate in about two weeks three weeks yeah so,
0: yeah pretty much um, i mean i'd be curious to see if how quickly they ramp him up right like we thought he right. was gonna play 17 to 20 minutes right and he, and he played the 20 right like mm-hmm. so yeah i'll be curious but what we do know one they're gonna start him started and he is going to shoot so this is the man that what set the record for threes and a quarter uh one time so
1: and points in a quarter 37 he scored the 37 points in the in that yeah. third quarter a couple of years
0: ago yeah go find the highlight if you haven't if you're not aware of the resume of mr clay thompson but let me just tell you uh, I tweeted this out afterwards. Golden State Warriors, best record in the NBA right now, tied with the Phoenix Suns. But uh, they, there's no better mid-season acquisition than a team could <laughs> probably bring in than, than adding Klay Thompson. So, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. James, six games. Do we have any spreads or totals available to us?
1: Guys, brace yourselves. We have totals. Wow. Four, actually, of the six. OKC, Thunder, getting nine points in Washington, 216 total. Golden State, one-point favorites against the newly deemed number two ranked team in the NBA, John, according to the NBA.com power rankings, the Memphis Grizzlies, they're number two on their updated rankings. Grizzlies getting a point at home against the Warriors without Draymond Green, 218.5 in that game. The Pelicans getting three points at home against the Timberwolves, juicy 226.5 total. I think this is a game that Has happened a couple times this year and has gone way under. Don't quote me on that, but I do believe that it's been way under both games. And then Pistons, Chicago, the Bulls, 14-point favorites at home against the Pistons on a back-to-back, 220 over-under there. So we have four of the six. So... About four more than we've had every time we've done the podcast.
0: That's true. All right, let's get into it. Point guard ten seven Steph Curry against the Memphis Grizzlies. In two games against Memphis this season, he is averaging 61.6 <laughs> DraftKings points. He's averaging 41 actual a game in two games against Memphis this season. Obviously, the addition of Klay Thompson does change a little bit of the, the equation when it comes to Steph. So what are your thoughts on Mr. Curry here?
1: I mean, it was good to see him shoot the ball better. 10 for 21, 47%. He hadn't shot, but he shot better than 40% once over his last five games before that. So better there. I still think it's too pricey. You could do it in tournaments, kind of what you and I have echoed for some time now, but I don't think it's it's a price that we need to touch in anything but tournaments.
0: John Moran, $8,900 The Nightcrawler. James. 97, 92, 97, 98, 96. That's what we were paying the last five slates. Right. Now he's 8,900. dollars Did you see the block that he had?
1: Yeah, hit his head on the hit his head on the <laughs> hit his head on the literal on the backboard.
0: If you didn't earn the nightcrawler nickname before, that is that is a nightcrawler right? He Just like evaporated into a different area code there and, and snag a two-handed block. I mean, and he, he got up. He always hit the top of the backboard. That was a wild play. Again, not his best night in terms of, like, overall fantasy production. Only nine shots in that game. Was going into it with a little bit of a thigh injury. I don't know how much that impacted him. But still, 16-5-7 against the Lakers. They won, again, 127-119. So, as you mentioned now, this is a a good spot. We'll see if they get anybody back for this game. But 8,900 is, again, it's the cheapest we've seen Morant now in a a little bit. So I want to quickly... So that game ends eight
1: points, and I was messaging you last night. That is a complete facade. The The Grizzlies were up like 30, and they took out all their starters with about nine minutes left in the—and the fighting Wayne Ellingtons and Austin Reeves just kind of went nuts in like a dream scenario. Like Austin Reeves scored career-high 18, Ellington hit like a bunch of 3s and it forced them to put their starters back in for the last minute of the game. But, like, you look at Josh stat line in just 31 minutes, he sure. plays... I know he's only averaging 32, but, I mean, in these competitive games, it's 35-36. So an extra yep. five minutes, he likely gets to 45 fantasy points, 50 fantasy points, maybe a double, triple-double. Um, I have no problem going here. I know it's a, it's a tough matchup because Golden State is a good defensive team, but, again, the potential defensive player of the year is not there in Draymond green so josh shouldn't have many problems getting to the rim here
0: yep i I kind of agree with you on that one just a great spot for him again i remember looking at the box score there and everybody but lebron james was like two for 15 uh, in that starting lineup for the lakers last night so Oh, uh, yeah, not great. And what do you think about D'Angelo Russell? Pat Bev missed the other day, but he's questionable for this slate. 33 minutes out of Russell the other night, 48 fantasy points. It's on a nice little run. The last two games, 52 and 48 fantasy points, double doubles in both of those games against the Thunder in Houston. I don't really consider the Pelicans to be much better than those two teams. So to me, it's, this is another great matchup for him.
1: Yeah, definitely a great matchup. Uh, Pelicans 24th this year in defensive rating. They're a bad defensive team. We like the over-under here. It's a competitive spread just at three points. Yeah. And if you want to date back, I know it was pre-COVID, but Russell has four double-doubles in his last five games. So prior to going on health and safety protocol, he was doing this, and now he's doing it again. I I do kind of like it more if Beverly's out because he's Russell's the offense is running through him so uh, monitor that news heading up to Russell Lock
0: if if Pat Bev is active with that would that take you off of yeah I mean
1: take the ball out of his hands a little bit more right
0: okay just below him we have Chris Paul matchup against Toronto a lot of points being scored in these Toronto games $700 for Chris Paul I know we've kind of go back and forth on the price point here but I think we've settled in on like anything under 8k for Chris Paul is a range we're willing to pay
1: yeah I think it's a comfortable I think that's spot on. I think it's a comfortable price. This game should be competitive. I know Phoenix is relatively healthy. Toronto is healthy. I know Cam Johnson's out and stuff for Phoenix, but like relatively healthy. So this should be a competitive game. I agree. This is one of the two, one of the two games we don't have totals for. And I do agree. All these Toronto games are just going crazy. Actually, they just opened up, uh, Suns only opened up three and a half point favorites too. So it just, that line just dropped three and a half on the road. So it should be a competitive game. I think the ceiling is probably what we got the other night, the, the triple-double. He's not really scoring the basketball right now, but it is within the range of outcomes.
0: And and for those listening, I just want to let you know, I'm not intentionally not talking about FanDuel. Uh, FanDuel, as us as recording, just they don't have the slate out yet. I, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but they don't yet have the, uh, the, Monday, the Tuesday slate available. So if we get this during the podcast, we'll start referring to some of the price points for them. But uh, as of now, do not have... Uh, a fan duel slate for the tuesday uh, so we're looking at DraftKings here so yeah paul's there uh, sga just below him against not really my favorite gbps but lately it just hasn't had it right i mean it's been low scoring games for the thunder as well like 95 99 90 98 95 80 like those are not game totals that we're accustomed to seeing i think for the thunder and therefore we've seen just poor fantasy production out of sga so um, I'm out on that one, but I do kind of have interest in the guy after that. And the price on him has dropped here, James. So I think maybe you'll be more favorable towards this. But Lonzo ball is sixty-eight hundred going up against Detroit. Detroit is on a back-to-back here, but I liked Lonzo when he returned the other day against Washington. Came through, kind of filled up the statute. What do you think now that he's sixty-eight hundred? So I will say
1: this, and I think generally I wouldn't be in on this because I Definitely think the Bulls are going to respond after day off against the Pistons teams, who's playing very well and might have, might very well beat the Jazz tonight. Billy Donovan plays his guys. Billy Donovan is a mini Thibodeau, like not like to full capacity, but like you go through and, and ever watch a Bulls game and they're up a lot. Like you know, Usually the starters are out there. So in a normal c- circumstance where there's a 14 point spread, I might shy away, but you mentioned the price. They play their guys. So I do have interest uh, in Lonzo for tournaments, for sure.
0: Anybody else in this mid-tier that's below them jump out to you? You got Dinwiddie, you got Reggie Jackson. That's basically what I'm looking at, I guess. Dinwiddie, Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Devontae Graham. I guess you can kind of throw in there, but he's too streaky. Any of that? No, I...
1: I really don't think so. I don't um, say.
0: Like, I looked at it and I was like, actually, a lot of that sucks. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, Bledsoe coming off the bench now, not my cup of tea right here in this
0: Yeah, in this I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't really like much here. Monty Morris maybe against the Clippers at 47. You could take a look at Not great numbers against the Thunder the other day. Just 26 minutes in that one. Did have 21 fantasy points. So, yeah, not the, the a total bomb out there, but nothing, nothing great. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where... I don't no know where we go, there's no value of point guard. Where's Ray-
1: here's the value. The only I was looking at. I'm just looking at some names. You mentioned Morris. I think he's fine. Corey Joseph's probably in that fine category. He's played 24 minutes tonight. 16, four assists, two steals. four. that gets you around 30 fantasy points. We know Melton's a GPP play. There's no Dylan Brooks, so maybe we go Melton. So just like I think those. Would you, how about Jalen Noel if there's no Beverly? Or, I mean,
0: the minutes still, it's just. Yeah, well, it's it's not just that. It's more so Towns, Edwards, and and DeAndre Russell are there. So like, sure. you know, it feels like it's kind of tough to to trust there. So yeah, so maybe there's just not much value. Maybe point guard is a spot where you go no lower than Reggie Jackson or something like that at 5,800. And you, you swing it from that way. Like Jordan Poole got his minutes cut. We, we knew that was going to happen. So we can't really pay 52 for him. He's Jordan Poole to me is now in like Jordan Clarkson territory, right? Where yep. he's gonna come off the bench, he's gonna shoot a ton. Some nights he'll make a lot, some nights <laughs> and, and you play him and There'll be a day where a back-to-back happens and Clay won't be active and Jordan Poole will be $4,700 and when you throw him in your lineup. So, so that's kind of where we're at. All right, shooting guard, FEV. We, listen, you and I have talked about it. You've said it in the Discord. <laughs> there are only two players on Toronto yep. that we're now playing. It's Fred VanVleet, $9,600. Let, uh, let me ask you, is that is that a range that you're willing to pay for Fred VanVleet? <sighs> mind you, he was 10 the other day and he went for 50.
1: <laughs> I mean, probably. Like, okay, we got the ceiling, absolute ceiling against a Utah team that didn't exist. And he scored like 22 actual in the third, right? He didn't well, miss shot, he did it right? a big
0: time to Elijah Hughes.
1: <laughs> Literally to Elijah Hughes, right? You can, I mean, dude, like five of his last six, he scored 30 actual. He scored 27 or more in seven of his last eight. He there's, there's there's absolutely
0: like, no way that Prize Picks gives us three and a half three pointers again. Zero
1: zero. He's taking twenty three again.
0: If it's if tomorrow Prize Picks gives Fred VanVleet threes five and a half, what would, would you take it?
1: I would look at it. I would look at the board and know that I was there, right? Like <laughs> if I needed like a fourth play, like I just know that
0: the FVV threes are there. I mean I mean. The, the listeners know this as well, but these are his last 10 games. These are his three-point attempts. 11, 7, 14, 10, 13, 13, 14, 10, 12, 17. Those are his three-point attempts. Right? Like seems good. One That's, game under good. double digits, and he's making them. He's, Over he's 40, shooting. 41%, 41%. <laughs> Dude, 47, 47%, 33%, 50%, 50%, 53%, 30%, 60%, 42%. 28%, 36%. The guy's hit, he's, he's shooting about you know, 45, 46% from three during that 10-game stretch while attempting 10 or more in the majority of those. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. I would bet it's probably four and a half. They can't give us three and a half anymore. No, they can't. Or You know what? And I said this to you before we jumped on air. They didn't even give it to us the other day. They didn't even give us a number for his prop because we would have all smashed the over. He hit eight, he hit eight, he hit, eight hit eight threes. We would have all taken the over three and a half. Because that's what it's been. It's been three and a half now for four or five slates. They didn't give us Terry Rozier tonight. He would have killed that. They didn't <laughs> give us Van Vliet the other night. So I wonder if they just stopped giving us the number because they're losing too much money on it. They're like, why bother? It's taking too many threes, but he's unpredictable. So anyways, that's our Fred Van Vliet rant. Good for GVPs. They're home. Phoenix, yeah, they're a tough defensive team. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. likely to see Chris Paul on them. Take that for whatever it is. Beal at 95. I think we're kind of off that. Now we yeah. have Denny Levine. And Harrell, And Harold
1: back tomorrow, by the way. So. True.
0: True. definitely we don't like Levine in 94 either no nope. what do you think about Booker in the game of this pace 8600 yeah it's a boomer bust
1: play like he yep. it's is what it is it's boomer bust if you like this game which I think it's going to be a pretty enticing game to play do a Booker Van Vliet stack do a Booker Siakam stack like run the two highest upside players in this game and and hope they both go crazy yeah
0: yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there as well. I think that's just a, a lot of upside. Um, A guy that's found his shot lately, Brandon Ingram. Good price, good matchup, good number. What do you think?
1: Do you think the heart, so heart's back. Do you think he impacts this at all? Or is it just like full steam ahead, Brandon Ingram, maybe 200?
0: I think it, I mean, we saw Ingram put up big numbers earlier this year with heart, right? So it's not yeah. like it's, I don't foresee that being a huge impact. I think what happened was he came back from whatever injury that he was dealing with. And it just took him a little bit to get right. He also had a tough stretch there of games. And now he's faced a more up-tempo paced opponents. And, the you know, these game totals have been high. Uh, they're playing competitive. And he's just, you know, you know, he's just making his shots, right? That's just the difference here. I, and I think Minnesota is a spot where he should be able to have some success in th- <laughs> excuse me in three games against minnesota this year only averaging 36 fantasy points so not overly encouraging but 22 7 and 3 the three assists are kind of down from where he is on the year he's only shooting 38 percent from three which is above his career average his season average his field goal percentage is down though so i don't know maybe it's again maybe it's more of a gvp play but just current form and matchup against minnesota kind of sticks out to me
1: okay i mean i don't disagree I like the next tier of guys quite a bit, though.
0: Okay. If you had to pick one of Bane or Thompson, what do D. Bane, man,
1: Desmond Bane, he's
0: been does, so. Does does twenty good. minutes of Clay Thompson defense worry you at
1: all? A little bit. He looked good defensively. He didn't really look like he was ever. He's like a six missed. seven. <laughs> I know. He's nah. He's stupid. Um, he's stupid, lanky, and like annoying. Bane's just kind of doing everything. No Dylan Brooks too. I j- I'm just having a hard time not playing him at this price. It's kind of like you were doing earlier this year. Like, well, I'm just going to keep playing Desmond Bain. Like <laughs> even two of the last three games or two straight games have been blowouts. I'm calling the Lakers game a blowout because it was, he only played 26 minutes and the Clippers game was a blowout because it was less than 30 minutes in both 44 and 40 fantasy points, 23 actual in each. The guy's a, a monster. Hasn't had great success against the Warriors. But I do think their defense is lacking without Draymond. I think that makes a big difference. I'm going to keep, you know, preaching that. So I'm in on Bane um, here against the Warriors. And I do think I, I do. It's just what do you think? Like if you were before before we get the like official word, what do you think, Clay Thompson? Do, do you think it's like 24 minutes? Do you think he's ramped up to like 25 you think it stays at 20 like how
0: i would i would think i would think it probably stays at 20 but like i also don't know (laughs) like these he's been if you remember he was supposed to come back a little bit sooner than this right and they kind of delayed him a little bit but he's been like on the floor working out and shooting for like a while now right so I don't know what he needs in terms of, like, I know I understand, like, actual game conditions different than whatever. But I, I could see them just being like, Clay, how do you feel today? Oh, my legs feel great. All right. Can you, can you go a little <laughs> bit longer? Sure. And, the, and Kerr comes out there. He's like, oh, he's going to play 20 to 25. Right. And, you know, he's, he's 32. All right. Like, would, would a guy like Clay Thompson, like, I feel like they could do that. So I I feel confident knowing that he's not going to play less than 20, right? So there's sure. that. So But but I also understand where at 6K, if he gives you what he gave you the other night, you're not hitting value. So right. I'm going to – I have FOMO here. Like I don't want to not have Clay Thompson in my lineups and him play 25 minutes and him take 25 shots or whatever. Or instead of going three for eight, he goes six for eight from three, right? right. And, then, and next year he's got – 30 actual, right? <laughs> Something like that. So, yeah, I'm going to. This is a spot where I think you have to play him. And if he gives you a 4X return instead of the five, you just be like, what am I going to do? It's Clay Thompson.
1: He's only this price for probably this less. Like, right. Every other slate, he'll from now on, he'll be 65 or above, probably
0: yeah I, and this is what I love is like I wonder how quickly like these sites even would address that. We still don't have a FanDuel slate. I don't know what's going on because uh, I would love to know what these what he's priced at, but maybe we have to wait till this Maybe you have to wait till the, the late slate kicks off, which is in like a half hour so. Yeah, anyway, so I, I, listen, I, I think I like him. I, I'm also fine playing Bane, like you said. He played 26 minutes, but you alluded to the fact that it was, they benched him for a little bit, and he's been lights out. So I get a guy that was like the 27th overall pick in the draft last year is out here just showing everybody no,
1: third. He was the last pick of the first round.
0: Last pick, even better. I thought it was like 27, but even better. He has
1: let everyone know. He's making sure everyone knows that he was the last pick and F you for not picking me. He is, that's his mission this year.
0: Gotcha. I mean, it's it's working.
1: (laughs) It is definitely working. Yeah.
0: So there's that. Interesting. So Gary Trent is questionable. That's, if Gary Trent sits, I might actually like FanDuel a little bit more there. Just, you know, taking another shooter off the floor. He sat last game. Okay. Yeah.
1: And they they started Birch. So they shifted Siakam up to power forward and started Kim Birch.
0: Okay. Trying to think where else I would want to go here. Again, we're in this like 5K tier where nothing looks great. Um, like Dort's going to get minutes. That's not a great matchup. I hate Mikel Bridges. I know you don't mind playing in there. The Anthony's not playing enough. Like, where the, is there no value again? Like, what happened? Well, maybe you can answer this then. What happened with Amir Coffey? Why did he play 33 minutes?
1: He's just been good. And they want to get him there. I think he's like, he wants to get that guaranteed contract. So. They're not starting Bledsoe. They're starting Coffee, mm-hmm. and he's just been better. So I don't really have a problem going there if he's gonna continue to be this good.
0: If Zaire Williamson starts, would you have Zaire Williamson? Uh, yeah,
1: sure. Uh, he's Z-
0: Z- Z- Zaire Williams. Yeah, I like to put a <laughs> he- sins at I- Stevenson. I know or-
1: they're sh- they're sh- I mean, he has a low floor, but like, yeah, he's been productive, right?
0: Like, yeah, he can score. I-, I forgot that Contreras back, so.
1: Yeah, Contra played a bunch of minutes off the bench the other day.
0: Yep. All right, so there's really, again, we hit the 5K tier, and there's nothing spectacular quite yet. Small forward, guys we've talked about already. And then there's Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma's 8,400. Dinwiddie coming back did nothing to him, but now Montrezl Harrell is expected back. So does Harrell right. returning impact him at all, or is Kuzma just playing on another level right now? I mean, <laughs> we know he's playing on another level, but, like, is he going to just, like, it doesn't matter who's on the floor at this point, like, He's just gonna do what he's doing. Twenty two rebounds are crying.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think I would pay eighty four with Harold back, but also, who's to say Harold doesn't play twelve minutes or fourteen minutes in a after an extended absence and you can in tournaments, I guess. It's a bad OKC team. Where do they rank in terms of rebounding? They're in terms of rebounding rate, OKC is twenty fifth in the league. Twenty, they're tied for twenty sixth. So. The fifth worst rebounding team in the league. Hard not to like a guy who just ke- is coming off 22 rebounds, right? Insane. Yeah. Uh, how many games in a row? Twenty seven, t- seven straight games of 20 actual. Too. I'd like to know his FanDuel price. Maybe I'd prefer him over there if he's a little cheaper. 84, just a little. It's a little steep for me. I, I guess he's priced correctly, but I guess I'm just. It's what you always say. I'm just not used to seeing Kuzma at 8400.
0: Yeah, still nothing over on FanDuel. So, all right, whatever. We're just gonna have to ignore that for now. But yeah, he's, he's been out of his mind. Uh, nobody's more happier than Justin Fenscherman to see all these rebounds coming from. <laughs> and by that, it'd be a complete opposite. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Kate obviously had a huge second half today. Do you have any interest in Kate on a back-to-back in Chicago?
1: I don't really have much interest on the the Detroit front. Yeah,
0: probably, I'm, not, I'm not one great.
1: member of, one member of the front court, but I don't think I'm gonna play Kate at this price.
0: Okay. Giddy at 6,900.
1: Nice. Nice. I think what you said before, summed it up, I am out on OKC. Yep.
0: I'm with you there. Marcus Morris, 67. Please and thank you.
1: Yeah. he In those games that he doesn't pop, they stink. Like, he has, just look at his game log. If you haven't been watching Marcus Morris, he has seven games of 35 or more fantasy points. The other three are under 20. There is no middle ground for Marcus Morse. It's just good or it's bad. So I'd probably limit exposure to tournaments, but yeah, he, he should be an our player pool.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Just the price is nice there. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's where the the upside potentially is for us. Let's see. Going down the list a little bit more. Uh, Scotty Barnes, also questionable, huh? Interesting.
1: In play. Probably puts out in play. I
0: mean, 6,300 is a, is a good number for him. I also like Josh Hart. I, I would take the return of Josh Hart here. Yeah, so would I. 6,300. I mean, listen, this is probably the most consistent Josh Hart we've seen ever, right? And, like, Mm -hmm. he's always been, like, an okay guy to throw in your lineup. But now he's giving us, like, monster games more consistently. Before, you used to, like, throw Josh Hart in your lineup, and you'd be like, hey, he has 40 fantasy point upside. Maybe tonight will be the night. And now you're just, like, if he doesn't get you 35, you're like, man, Josh Hart had a bad day. So something has evolved in his game. Uh, I don't know you know, where it's come. Like he, again, he, he's just doing every, enough of everything that it's it's all just coming together fantasy production wise. So um, $6,300 against Minnesota to me is, a, it just feels like a really good spot for him. He went for 37.8 DraftKings points against Minnesota and the lone matchup that he's facing them this year. So yeah, I'm in on hard OG. Obviously those guys are out. I think it helps like, like we've talked about, but then we hit this 5k tier. I guess Kyle Anderson at 5k is where we'd want to go in this spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I know you, like, kind of poo-pooed Bridges' last position, but, like, there is no Cam Johnson, so, like, mm-hmm. there's, there's more for Bridges. He's been better, and you mentioned it, like, this has been a ideal spot going up against Toronto. So, I do think he's in play, uh, and I do think Kyle Anderson has, I mean, 42 fantasy points. Like, I don't think that's, like, something that we can expect. There's no
0: Draymond for him, right? Yeah, so like- no, he's definitely in play, but it's just...
1: Uh, Man, I just the low, like the low floor of shot attempts is so worrisome when you play Kyle Anderson. But it gives you
0: everything else. Is there anything into Morris playing like 26 minutes of the day, Batum playing? We could always check Popcorn Machine. We could always check Popcorn Machine. That is true. Uh, Morris did have four fouls, I think I saw too. So that could have played a little bit into that it game. Just, it was also a 13-point finish, so it could also maybe have a little bit there. But uh, Batum was 4,300. Played 20 minutes the uh, two games ago. Played 30 against Atlanta.
1: He started in this game for the okay. first time in a while. Their starting five, John, was Jackson... Coffee, Morris, Batum, Zubak. So very interesting starting five.
0: Batum at the at the three.
1: Batum at the three or Morris. I mean, positionless yeah. basketball, whatever. But I think I saw. Speaking of, didn't Will Barton get added to the COVID protocols? He did. He did. He did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just thinking of this matchup. So like, there's probably something we could circle back to on Denver. Well, but who
0: who are we missing on Denver then? Is do they, they just play Jeff Green I, there? I assume. Assume they
1: would start Austin Rivers, who went nuts last game. Okay. I, I assume they would just start him, but that's a big deal for that does put Monty Morris, I think, back in play because Monty Morris is generally more offensive minded.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, does
1: Bones Highland get any run? Could put Bones in play, right? He only played nine minutes last game, but oh for five shooting. Rivers. I don't
0: like. I don't like Aaron Gordon anymore any less because he sucks. So
1: he does. He definitely is not great. Jeff Green's been better.
0: Jeff Green's been good
1: lately not that I'm like actively seeking Jeff Green but I was just more so thinking the Batum matchup who he would be matched up with sure I guess Batum is a pretty good value man 4,300 it's a price he's gonna play 30
0: minutes and start I mean yep yep
1: I agree so I, I would go there for sure
0: let's see anybody else jump off this uh range to you I mean Jay Crowder 3900, he's going to play the minutes at least and no, no Cam Johnson. So dark. a high-paced game. Could be turnovers. Kind of if they play to play smaller, it fits a Crowder style of game.
1: Could be something. No Cam Johnson, too, like you said. So I'm thinking, I'm trying to see. I think there's a play. I think the value is Josh Jackson. And I hate to, like, I don't want to mention Josh Jackson, but another 24 minutes tonight, John. 11-6-2. Took 11 shots. He's playing minutes and blowouts, as we've seen recently. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: one of those guys, like, could be in our player pool type of situation.
0: I agree. Probably just as a pun play, not like an overexposure. Uh, li- yeah, if you're listening, like, not, don't, like, plug. All right, sorry, my Josh to Josh Jackson. We're not, not recommending that. That's for sure. All right, let's go to the power forward position. Again, not a great power forward for DraftKings. You have DeRozan at 87. And at least he's under 9K now. Does that make him more appealing to you on this slate?
1: Mm, Tournaments only for me.
0: Uh, we've talked about Kuzma already. We mentioned Sadiq Bay. What's our Steven Adams status?
1: He is questionable.
0: Okay. If Adams sits, Josh Jackson, not Josh Jackson, Jaron Jackson, the last two games has been very good.
1: Yeah, he's uh, been I don't nuts. know
0: if that really has anything to do with Steven Adams, but he's also just been very good. So
1: Yeah, he's starting at center.
0: So,
1: I mean, two games ago, Jaw was out in the Clippers game. So True, there was no Jaw. But last night, six, he upped his five blocks to six, upped his rebounds eight to twelve. So very
0: good. This is the This is the Jaron Jackson that I've been waiting to see. So we'll see. We'll see if it continues. No Draymond. If Adam sits, I mean, Jaron Jackson versus Kevin Looney is a matchup that I feel like Jackson mm-hmm. would just love. Sure. I'm laughing because Jared Vanderbilt had one of the. I I never expected this out of him right No. no 21 points and 19 rebounds four assists two blocks two steals for 59 fantasy points the other day 10 for 14 from the floor against houston the game before that though i mean 11 and 16 he's got we we know he rebounds right like that's not the last 10 games or or six of the last eight rather he's had double digit rebounds the shot volume isn't always there but it was in this game now granted 264 points were scored in this game (laughs) but I mean, Minnesota-New Orleans is should be uh, a high-scoring game. And I don't know. I, I kind of think that Vanderbilt here has worked himself into a conversation.
1: Yeah. What would you... If his rebounding prop is 10.5, would you take it?
0: I think I would against the Pelicans. Oh, I
1: know you want the hook, but...
0: Yeah, I want the hook. I mean, listen, he's gone over 11 in, was it like 6 of the 10? So it's probably more... I would probably lean in that direction, but it's closer. It's closer to it now. Ten and a half, I feel more confident in than eleven. Okay, just okay. Okay. I'm curious. I bet I don't think it'll be like that though. I wouldn't try it if he's sitting at like eight and a half rebounds.
1: If it's eight and a half, it's a lock. It's like the first right. play. But I, I think Price Picks is on to this. I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be like ten and a half. I think that's what it opens at.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, We'll see where we're at with that one. But he's been really great. If Adams is out, I think we can... I, I guess I'll get your opinion. Obviously, Brandon Clark only played 16 minutes the other day. So is that because Kyle Anderson came back and they started Jackson at center that we saw Clark's numbers just drop here? And I said it to you as well,
1: Xavier Tillman came back too. True. And they split the time with Xavier Tillman. So I will not be playing Brandon Clark. I think Herbie I definitely think Herbie 51 and I also think Boucher 52 depending on who's in and who's out.
0: Okay. Because
1: if there's no Barnes or uh, Gary Trent, I mean there's just minutes to be had like they could play Big. I mentioned like they started Birch played 21 but Boucher played 28, right? So they shifted Siakam which makes sense in this matchup, because Aiton's playing center. Like, you don't really want Siakam in that game. You want Boucher, yeah. who's more natural of a center. So, I think Boucher, I think Herb. Wiles both- played
0: more minutes than Stewart again tonight. He played 29 minutes. Yep. That's So, that was my cliffhanger that I was
1: talking about earlier when I said... I do have interest in a frontcourt member of the Pistons, and it's Trey Lyles. They, they were playing; they were actually playing both of them together at a couple times at a couple. Yeah, spots. his
0: natural position is power forward, so.
1: So I, yeah, I, I have a lot of interest in Lyles in tournaments because he's play. He showed he plays in blocks. He plays in competitive games. He plays in games they win, which is you know few and far between, but still. So yeah, definitely Lyles in for tournaments 49.
0: Okay. Anybody else? Any other value guys off off this board for you?
1: No, but shout out Rui Hachimura. Soon we'll be seeing you soon, brother. 14 minutes debut. So good to who, see uh, him. Who back.
0: lost minutes because of him? Who, who's the rotation there?
1: It's probably Denny Kispert for sure. For sure. Gone. Bertan, um, Bertan's only so played. So did they, 10
0: minutes. Did they to the three then and play Hachimura?
1: Hachimura? Yeah, when Hachimura is healthy, they definitely could. And then KCP to the bench. Interesting. Yeah. I
0: guess
1: I guess we'll see because. That will probably be the dilemma, right? Like, do you want to bring KCP off the bench, or right. like, what's he's probably their best perimeter defender? Um, so I guess we'll see. Hachimura could be a pretty good uh, six I mean, man.
0: He could just be the sixth man, yeah, right. That could definitely be, could be that rotation. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else. Robinson Earl, I guess, thirty-seven hundred. He's been playing. Yeah,
1: minutes. he's been playing. Yeah, he's been playing minutes um, with Pat Bev out. They started McDaniel's at small forward. If you want to get wild but like vander but vanderbilt and towns are going to take all the rebounds so like (laughs) right
0: right all right let's finish this off at the center spot we got Jokic here against the clippers at 12k not a ton of value though james right like we've that's what we've sort of determined Mm -hmm. right like yep so there's not that total spend down spot to get Jokic in comfortably we did go for 73 against the clippers in their first meeting but it's nine of 24 shooting in that game he just balanced it out with 22 rebounds and eight assists it's a great matchup for him though we know that so we're never gonna tell you not town ceiling game out of him the other day against houston 40 actual nine rebounds seven assists for 64 he is 10k in three games this year against the pelicans he's averaging 52 fantasy points so yeah this is him and Valentunas, two guys just kind of going back and forth here with one another that they both uh you know both are having success Valentunas on the flip side of that matchup in three games 45 fantasy points for him. So both of those guys very much in play. We've talked Siakam enough here. Um, he's, yep, 9,200 though. He's given you 50 in three of the last five. Mm-hmm. So, and even more, more length of time than that. So good for tournaments. Uh, Vucevic against Detroit. What do you think at 9K?
1: I mean, we saw Whiteside absolutely smash them tonight. And Vuch and has 47 fantasy points per game against them this year. So like, I, I can see the, the merit behind the play, do I want to do it? No, I think you, I mean, Siakam for 200 more stands out. Valanchunas for 500 less. Aiton for 72.
0: Aiton um, against Kem Birch. Right? Oh my way.
1: God. Kem Burch, Boucher, whoever. Like, he's going to destroy them. So, I don't think we need to go Boucher. Nike.
0: If Draymond's out again, I mean, Kevin Looney had 18 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Is there any interest there at 48?
1: I told you, it's the games without Draymond Green. They need Looney on the floor more. He's just like, he's just better. I think the game prior, or the last time we missed Draymond was the Utah game. And he played 31 minutes, seven, eight, seven, and six. Like, it's just, Kevin is just a, a solid player when Draymond Green's off the floor. Or solid fantasy producer when Draymond's off the floor. So, yeah, I'm in. I know the price is a little steep, Little something. We're not used to paying this price, but it's one that I'm willing to explore with Draymond being off the floor.
0: How much bull? If
1: Bull was starting, I will have a hundred percent bull.
0: That seems unlikely to happen. But he is. He didn't play tonight, obviously. But you know they could have him active for for this game on Tuesday. So uh, something to watch there. Do you have any interest in Montrezl? It's not a bad number for him. Forty-seven hundred. He's returning. It's the Thunder. He is a fantasy point for minute freak. So he doesn't need thirty minutes to go off. But if God forbid Gafford gets in foul trouble here at 2700, Harold could break the slate. I have mild interest, sure. I mean, like
1: you said, it's like when you have a guy that can score the basketball like Harold in short periods of time, sure. Don't think I don't think there's like a 40 point ceiling. He wasn't really flashing that before the before he was placed in COVID protocol. But I do think that there's like some 30 pretty comfortable
0: stretches of like 23 yeah. fantasy points. Right. So. Yep. Yep.
1: I think I do think that there's like a 30 point ceiling, which is on this slate. If 4,700, not a lot of value. I think that's fine.
0: Right. If you're looking to fill that util on DraftKings mm-hmm. 4,700 or something like for value guy, like I, I think that's probably even a safer play. Now I know coming off of COVID for as long as he's missed, like there's obviously a little bit of risk there, but yeah, just a thought, just a thought. So that wraps up then James, this is going to be, a tougher six-gamer than I think we're used to. But, of course, things can change at the drop of a hat. Guys can get ruled out. Guys can get COVID. And yeah, next year, a slate that seems like it has no value has nothing but uh, value to uh, take advantage of here. So certainly be on the lookout for that. A playbook we have being done uh, by me, apparently. Cool. Yeah. So I'll be doing the playbook for Tuesday and that will be out now i'm looking forward to it even more knowing that there's nobody to write about but we'll have that ready james is on the value vault fancy has got your starting five ray We'll have your showdown playbook. If you have any questions, we're always in the Discord chatting you guys up throughout the day. Make sure to check out the Prize Picks channel. We'll be in talking some Prize Picks. Maybe James will throw some underdog plays at us here as well. And uh, yeah, we're gonna try to focus a little bit more on that as the season moves on. Now that football is slowly becoming a distant memory, James, you and I we, we doubled dip and we're doing all a bunch of sports for everybody. So as one sport goes away, we can focus a little bit more on the NBA here while we are waiting for our beloved baseball to kick up. <laughs>
1: Well, or KBO.
0: Or KBO, depending, whatever depending on,
1: depending on which, how the collective bargaining agreement goes. It's and, true.
0: You know. Yeah, listen, I am ready to look at hockey. I'm ready to play some League of Legends. I'm like, I'm ready for all that if baseball doesn't come back. So, but we still got plenty of time to talk some basketball. So guys, you, you want to get to us, you know where to find us. For now, we will catch you all later.